chopped up heads, thick heads and blood. To me, riffs are fucking timeless. You've got generations of people going to see them. It's our best album so far. The fans have been asking for it. They've been asking for it for years. I would listen to it over and over and over again today. It's like music we play, man. You're either going to like it or not. There are satanic bands. Some of them really aren't. We're playing the craziest drunken debauchery show we've played probably ever. It is not a condition to be doing a podcast. You're listening to The Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome back, metal fans. It's The Great Metal Debate Podcast, brought to you by... Well, Brian, we don't have any sponsors yet, but we're still waiting. <laughs> so you bastards send us a commercial we can play. But damn it, I'm taking a knee during the National Anthem. I don't care about no damn endorsement. Well, man, it's good to be back, and we have a lot to talk about. Starting out with, I listened to our last podcast, and there was one line that I'll admit, Brian, really, really stuck out to me. I don't accept Blind Guardian as power metal. It's synthesizer metal. I'm creating a new genre right freaking now. There's a genre called synthesizer metal, and it's not a very good genre. To me, they are the quintessential power metal band, and the idea that Blind Guardian are not power metal just blows my mind. When I went back and listened to that, I was like, what kind of bizarro world are you living in? So I, I just I just need more explanation for why you think that Blind Guardian would be anything other than power metal. Okay, so here's I, you know I thought a lot about this, especially when you saw that you wanted to talk about it. And and here's here's my answer. I would grudgingly acquiesce to the fact that Blind Guardian could be considered power metal, but it's power metal of the 2010s. There's been a progression of power metal from the time that I'm talking about power metal. You listen to Pantera's first album. Uh, I would call Blind Guardian the, the millennials of power metal, the new age of power metal, and it just doesn't sound like what I define power metal as. So and I guess you, maybe that's my 80s coming out. I can't imagine if, if you don't think Blind Guardian is at least close to the center You've got bands that are close to the center of the bullseye, and then ones that maybe are farther away. Like, if Blind Guardian isn't pretty close to the center, I don't know what you're even talking about when you talk about power metal. That's a great illustration. You're going to help me answer the question. I would call my bullseye the 1980s, Judas Priest, British Steel. And as we go out from there in time, it gets harder and harder for me to hear it like that and define it like that. I have the penultimate power metal band and songs that I think of, and when I think of those songs, I don't put them anywhere near Blind Guardian. It's just not what I consider traditional power metal, dude. And I listen to their song Battlefield, and it comes on, and it's so dang pretty. It's pretty power metal. It's power metal that my sister would like. I'm not interested in that. That sounds more like a question of whether you like it versus how you would characterize it stylistically. I like power metal like I like it. I don't understand. You can classify power metal all you want, but I'm not going to put it in my version of it because it just doesn't sound like anything in my target of power metal. 
so for you, power metal is actually means classic metal like British Steel, Breaker, Hail to England. So how what what box would you put Blind Guardian in if it's not power metal? How would you characterize Blind Guardian and bands like Blind Guardian? I would just say that it's heavy metal. I mean, it has metal components to it. It has some some metal that I do like. I love the the distortion in guitars. No, I no, think... no, 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 no. Let's just just stop. Let's put aside what you like or don't like and just talk about the stylistic issue. I can't do that. I can't separate but, what but I like versus that, what I don't I, like I, and I, define I really... it. I guess I don't care at all what you like or don't like. That is irrelevant to the stylistic issue. Let's talk about books. I might like or not like a particular book. That has nothing to do with the question of whether it is stylistically a fiction or nonfiction book. Yeah, I don't think that the definition of power metal is as, con- well, it's not as concrete as fiction or nonfiction. I mean, it's, it's nowhere near as concrete as that. Listen, we can we can have it. We can have it's, it's still a question of style versus preference. To me, all music definitions are subjective. There's no objectivity to the definition of a stylistic sound of a song. I think that's a ludicrous. It's really quite arrogant to think that you have the only stylistic definitions that would count. If that were the case, Brian, how is it that you? make any claims about what power metal is or isn't how is it that you can claim that blind guardian isn't power metal you wouldn't say they aren't power metal you would say i can make no determination but instead you make a particular determination you actually say that's outside of the box no look let's go back to the classroom let's let's let them read a book here's the definition of brian trunnell's here's brian trunnell's definite here's brian's definition of power metal and the 20 students read that and then we go, okay, does this fit, is this is this power metal? And they raise their hand and go, according to Brian, but not according to Gomtok. I'm okay with that. You don't have to define it like I do. But there is definitely a judgment that is made. Even you make a judgment. So, because so, I so promise that's a, you, that's a, if we I, have, well, hold on. Let me just finish. If I ask 10 people that listen to the podcast or friends of our podcast, they're going to put certain groups in power metal that you wouldn't and take certain groups out that you would. It's all that's, subjective. I don't that's know a, how you that's don't a, see that. That's a different... You're making... You're conflating two different arguments. You're saying on the I'm one not. hand... You're, you're, you're saying on the one hand that I can come up with a different definition of power metal that places Blind Guardian outside power metal. That, and then you're also... I'm, I'm not that. I'm saying the definition itself is by virtue of its subjectivity unnailed. You, you can't nail it down to one particular person's definition. That's a subjective definition across the board. So is it the case that Blind Guardian is not power metal, or is it the case that anyone can say any band is or isn't power metal based on their own subjective criteria? Well, hell yeah, they can say that. I'll tell you this. I would grudgingly put Blind Guardian in the power metal category. I would call it pretty power metal. Not, looks nothing like what I would define as true power metal. And I guess I'm adding a word there that, that makes it yeah, subjective. I, so I can yeah, see I, that I don't, point. I, but so, still. I'm not sure what that means. Is it the case that you don't like Blind Guardian? That you just don't enjoy them? I would choose them over because a multiverse I, and I ask of that music. Because you have said before, the only categories you have are like or don't like. I would accept <laughs> that. True. 
That's not true because you over and over go beyond that to say, well, Blind Guardian is not power metal. I'll put my last version out here. Blind Guardian is a version of power metal. It's not my version. It's not my favorite version, but I would put it in that category. So you would say Blind Guardian is power metal. You just don't like him. I would which, see. I have trouble. I can't, which I, can't I can totally that, accept. I, I know. I, I can't I, say that. Listen, I, I, I would that's say very it's not that I don't like them. If they don't sound like what I consider true power metal. I would just appreciate if you would be straightforward and say you like or don't like the band, and then separately it is or isn't in a certain category, and recognize that those two statements have nothing to do with one another. To say that a band isn't melodic death metal, which is my favorite style, isn't a knock on the band. I might love that band. Conversely, there might be a band that is melodic death metal that I think is abysmal. You know, this is what I would I would like to hear from our listeners on this one. Was I unclear with my definition? Do people not understand what I'm trying to say here? And maybe it is me, but I'm just telling you, I don't think that it's not it's not a it is a stylistic choice based on my definition of what I consider to be power metal, yeah. Brian, we have several tracks to play this evening, all from power metal bands, at least as most people would define power metal. Let me, I'll make that judgment. The first <laughs> from Eltharia. This is their track, Innocent.
That was French progressive power metalers Eltharia with Innocent off their album Innocent from 2014. So Brian, I've been to several shows recently and I find myself running into more and more situations where I meet bands who I find are super nice people and yet I don't like their music at all. It leads me to the question of, can you be a fan of a band whose music you actually don't even like? Ah, man, that's a, that's a really good question. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't think that you can be a quote fan of a band and not listen to their music. I, I think you can appreciate their talent. I think you can support their cause. I don't know if you can be a true fan. And I know we've argued that definition too, but, but I really, I, I mean, it's not a matter of, Hey, I've listened to this band a million times and I just don't listen to it anymore. I used to listen to that back in the whatever. I, I don't think it can even be that. I, I think you have to listen to music of a band to be considered a fan. What's your least favorite type of music? Uh, it's got to be rap. What if you had a family member? Let's say your sister was a rap artist, and she was killing it. And she had a local show in your area, and she invited you. And you, you went backstage before the show, was hanging out. You found, like, all the people in her rap, band, or rap right. group were super nice, as friendly people as you can imagine. All the fans were nice to you when they find out that's your sister. Could you be a fan of that band? Would you call yourself a fan of that band? I wouldn't call myself a fan of that band. I would call myself a fan of the, the music. I think you're depending on a, a different relationship than an artist-listener in that situation. I, I would go and support, and I would sit through every single song, but I would not... I, I, you said the key word. I think support. You know, can can a fan just be a supporter of a type of music? I don't know. Maybe I got no problem really with someone saying that. It's just that I think to be a true fan of of a band, not the person, but a band, you got to listen to the music. I tend to agree with you. Like again, I feel uncomfortable because there are bands, yeah. tremendous folks. Like I am in their corner rooting for them, but I sure. think their music is awful. What bands are they? Tell them quickly. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going to get into that because uh, that's just because that's just mean. Well, let me ask you this: do, do you think that they can tell by your reaction that you think their music is awful, or do you See, face mean, the head banging and the love? I mean, that's a great question. Like, do you face you all your metal orgasms? That's the question. Am I being disingenuous when I support them? Not at all. You you have a genuine desire to see them succeed. Even if it's not your cup of tea, I have, very, I have no problem saying that you're a fan of the people, a fan of the project, a fan of what they're trying to do, uh, but you're not a fan of the band if you don't listen to the music. What about the converse, Brian? And I'll admit, I've had fewer instances of this because most of the people we've met on the road through the podcast have been super nice, but there have been a few douchebags. What about the douchebags you meet whose music is just absolutely incredible? Yeah, I mean, I can think of one particular interview I did where the answer to that is definitely yes. And I listened to the music, even though the dude was a dick. I mean, you know, and a dick from word one. It was so obvious that he didn't want to be there. And I wanted to just say, you know, fuck you, man. I'll, I'll get somewhere else. But 
I did, I did the interview, and it turned out to be a decent interview. He answered the questions, but I'm just not a fan of his, that's for sure. What about you? Do you think you can be a fan of the band and not a fan of the people? Absolutely, yes. I think, yeah. in my opinion, you can think that the artist is trash and love the music. To me, I guess I'm just able to separate those things. I mean, I can separate it, too, I, you know. But I, I like... The band is a collective. I think you got to listen to music. I mean, that's just what I think about online for a fan of this. We have another power metal track. This, The Dreaming City by Hollowstone from their album Walking Between Worlds from 2016.
Minneapolis power metal clan Hollowstone with their track The Dreaming City from their 2016 album Walking Between Worlds. Man, you can tell these guys are great musicians, the beautiful voices and the uh, intricate guitar solos. And, uh, excellent, excellent. Brian, I was at a recent show in Clarksville, Tennessee with our friends in black and metalcore band of serpents. They were opening for Raven Black. And apparently a manager for one of the other bands of the bill, a band who had come here from well outside the local area, took issue with the fact the guys in Of Serpents used the Confederate flag in their artwork and uh, one of the guitars having it painted on the body of his guitar, specifically saying, you'll never make it playing that Confederate flag guitar. So I thought this would be a good topic for debate. It's a, it's a contentious topic, a tricky topic to discuss, given all the historical, cultural, political, and racial implications. It's tricky. But I also thought it was something that has consequences for metal bands, so I wanted to bring it up. Well, I mean, I don't like the Confederate flag. Ne never have. I think it represents too much hate and bigotry. I don't care if people don't mean it that way. I just think it would be better off left out of it. Now, I know the guys in Up Servants. I've talked to him, met him, and I watched him play, although he had the blood guitar when I saw him, and he was, they were awesome. It doesn't affect the music. But I look at it, and it does give me pause a little bit. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I think if there's a symbol or an icon that that is represented for anyone that that is so hateful and, and violent from the past, I just wouldn't use it. But you know, I, I really wouldn't. I probably won't stop going to a show. It's freedom of speech and all that crap. But I just wouldn't use it. And I think the manager. I mean, I think some people would be offended by it. I don't know if the metal crowd will, but I guess we'll have to see. What do you think? I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, so I would somewhat echo everything you said. Folks might think, well, Kentucky Southern, western part of Kentucky is more Midwest. Like, we're more, or we're probably more like folks in Indiana and Illinois than Alabama and Mississippi. So, like, it's not part of my culture, and so when I see it, it seems odd that people use it. I think the manager for that band who said, you should think about using that, was actually giving good advice because there are people, and I think rightly, who would take umbrage with the Confederate flag, folks who would book them because of that, people who would walk out of the set if they saw it. All that said, Brian... I kind of embrace of serpents using the Confederate flag for this reason. I think that the kernel of metal music is dissonance and discomfort. When you listen to metal music, what you're hearing is not the sort of music that gives you comfort. Like those tritones from the classic metal anthem Black Sabbath, those aren't comfortable notes. Similarly, I think the visual aesthetic of metal is designed to make you uncomfortable. What's the classic thing you see with metal bands, especially black metal bands? It's the inverted cross, the inverted pentagram, an inversion of what is pleasing, what is socially acceptable. And so on that level, I actually somewhat applaud of serpents using a symbol that makes people uncomfortable. 
I understand that there will be people who look at that and, and just walk away and don't give them a listen. That's what the Confederate flag does. And in that sense, I think, ironically, it actually may be a very metal piece of art. Well, then let's all wear T-shirts that say, I hunt children for fun. I mean, where do you draw the line? I, I don't know that that's the venue. You're talking about an entire race of people that would find this so discomfort. We don't have to decide whether or not this should be racist or offensive. It is racist and offensive. It's not, a, it's not an issue that's up for grabs unless you believe that slavery was right. And, and that's what the Confederate flag represents to most people who don't like it is slavery. We, we have a parade here in town and there's always a, a section where everybody has their Confederate flags out in there and they're saying it's heritage, not hate. Well, what freaking heritage are you celebrating? Wear a Hank Williams Jr. shirt if you want people to know you're from the South. Why does it have to be that thing? I think they do it because it is abrasive and because it's abrasive to a certain group of people. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Again, using the example of the cross, like there are billions of people. Can I just say real quick, that doesn't offend me even though I'm a Christian. It's interesting that you use that example. The cross is the symbol that billions of people follow. Think about the pissed Christ where the artist takes a crucifix and puts it in a vial of urine. That is turning on its head something that many, many people find to be sacrosanct for an artistic purpose. I get it. If I see someone with a Confederate flag, I assume they're probably racist. But I defend and, and somewhat applaud of serpents using this symbol that causes me I'll, I'll speak for myself that causes me personally discomfort and i'm like no that's wrong they use that image again it's very much like that inverted cross i think that you're you're bordering on using appearance to to uh, amplify the music and i i think it fails i think the upside down cross fails in that respect and so does the confederate flag i, I don't think that I think it detracts, I think the debate detracts from the actual music itself. I would defend their right. He can have Confederate underwear and a, a jumpsuit, and I would still go listen to him. But I totally understand people who get pissed off and walk away from it. And I understand that, too. Again, I, to me, that is very metal. Just like the person who is is singing the hymns at their church may look at a band that uses the inverted cross and say, I can't be party to that. I understand that. At the same time, to me, that is quintessentially metal. To take icons and invert them, to me, is very metal. And even though it doesn't resonate with me personally, I can understand how the Confederate flag could serve that role. Well, I, you know, I, I'll just say this. I, can you be a fan of a band or if they have these racist imagery or whatever you call it? I don't know that that's why they use it. I would never speak to that. I mean, look at Dimebag, phenomenal popularity. And I promise you there were people that had all different beliefs and opinions that went and saw them because they loved the music only. It didn't distract from the music there. I I just think that that's not the place for that type of debate. And that's, that's how I ended. We have one more metal track, Brian. This Seven Deadly Sins, the title track from the album by Dreamborn from 2017.
was Dreamborn, a power metal quartet hailing from Croatia, the title track from their debut album. Man, 
an excellent song. I loved it a lot. I mean, very talented musicians. I love the thought of those folks halfway across the world headbanging it out. Last year, you and I traveled to Birmingham, Alabama for the Cabaret of Flames tour with Seven Spires, Hate Storm Annihilation, and Inviolate. This year, we have another, even more ambitious summer road trip planned. Oh, I'm excited about this, man. I've been loosening up my neck, because I'm going to have to. Either that or it's going to fall off. We are on August 9th, attending the second evening of Chicago Domination Fest, featuring a number of brutal death and technical death metal bands. And then Saturday, August 10th, we have the Mad for Power Fest in Madison, Wisconsin, featuring amazing power metal bands. Dude, I am anticipating injuries on this trip. And then I want to talk about it on the show because you know it's going to be awesome. Fans of the podcast, we invite you. If you are going to either of these shows, come up, say hi to Brian and myself. We would love to engage you in the metal debate. I'll be the fat white dude passed out on the ground, but come on up and let's talk. That concludes another Metal Debate podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Also, thanks to Dreamborn, Hollowstone, and Altharia for allowing us to play their songs on our show. Remember, you can check out all our content, debate episodes, artist interviews, album reviews, and fan casts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And join in the debate by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us by searching the keyword Metal Debate. Until the next podcast, sell your soul for metal and defend it until your dying day. Yeah.